the qualifying sprint on this Saturday goes to Max Verstappen for the fourth race in a row in 2021. Verstappen's going to be on pole. He sprints home to take the sprint on this Saturday. Red Bull with the victory and three championship points for the championship leader. Yes, yes! In the paddock, F1, Greeny and the Cheese. Dallas Davis Cross call on Sky Sports, courtesy of FormulaOne.com. We are at the British Grand Prix. One of only two Grand Prix to be in every world championship season. We are at Silverstone. And we've been there since 1987, which sits on the border of Northamptonshire and Buckinghamshire. Northamptonshire is known for the British shoe industry. 900 years of history. The home of Doc Martens, my friends. And Buckinghamshire, the most filmed county in all of England. Including films such as one of my personal favorites, Star Damn Wars Kids, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, and of course, 007 James Bond. Greedy, good evening, sir. Good evening. After that whole um, qualifying and sprint race and everything else that we uh, got tossed at us in a crazy, crazy Friday, Saturday double header special. Um, on the beautiful hillsides of merry old England. Yes, chitty, chitty, bang, bang, our way through two days. We got to cover here, two days. And what a wacky, wild, weird sight of sort of unsettling two days we had here. And we're going to get to that in a moment. Um, but the end result is Max on pole yet again. And, um, you know, it seemed that, in a normal week, it will be Lewis on pole and an exciting first lap in the uh, in the sprint race. I mean, honestly, to be honest, I really thought when we first talked about the sprint race, uh, it was like sponsored by the phone company with the, of the same name, but um, apparently it's not. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get why we did this. It seems very anticlimactic. It seemed very, you know. We're having a race, but we have no no tire change, no pits, um, and then it's not a race. FIA says it's gonna, you know, the race will still have integrity, but I don't know. I don't know if tomorrow's race has the same integrity and vibe as as it normally does. We lost some luster in the qualifying, and we lost some luster, I think, for tomorrow's race. I guess time will tell. But geez, I mean. Give me your give me your feedback. How'd you feel about Friday, I think it's, Saturday? This is complete, I think this is complete and utter overkill for one. Um Friday's pretty much useless now. I mean, it sort of means nothing. They gave Lewis the tire for the Pirelli Speed King Award, the first one ever, apparently, uh, which is just 
don't know. It's kind of makes Friday a joke. It's a waste kind of, I know it made you for your positions today, but it takes a lot of luster off of the usual speed day Friday, Saturday and race on Sunday. And I get like a double header race, a short one and a long one. I don't know. It kind of takes a little bit away from it. I think it takes a little bit of the fun, fire and fury that formula one tends to bring. Yeah, it definitely it definitely changes the dynamic of the entire weekend. I really feel it does change the dynamic of the of the weekend. But I guess time will tell. We'll guess we'll see what happens tomorrow on race day. But um a little disappointing. But regardless of the disappointment, regardless of how weird this kind of sprint race vibe feels, um end result, Max on pole, Hamilton second, Botas third, and we have a little bit of magic little comeback from McLaren, especially our boy, Danny Ricardo. So um, interesting, interesting, interesting. Uh, I mean, any notes from qualifying or are you just like throwing that out the window with the sprint with the sprint race? I mean, it does take a little bit of luster off of it, but you know, George, you know, getting in Q3 was, you know, exciting for Friday, but then, you know, he gets in the incident with science and this, you know, the, whatever you want to call it today. I mean, the announcers didn't even know what the heck to call today. Um, then he gets to the incident and he loses, you know, three grid places and he's starting outside the top 10 now. So, I mean, all that fun fury and excitement that Williams had Friday kind of goes out the window now. Um, a bit now you're outside the top 10 because of a grid plane only, but you didn't do anything wrong throwing in your hot lap on Friday. But now you're going to start out outside the top 10, three. Uh, so it's, I, I don't know. What to, it's, it's total madness. I don't like it. I know we got to do this two more times. Yippee ki yo ki I'm not looking forward to that, to be honest now, after seeing this. Um, it just takes so much away from it. It takes a lot away from it. And then you get, I think the cars get free choice of tires now for the race. That takes away the strategy part of getting into, you know, you lose, you get to Q three, but you lose a little bit because you got to qualify. You got to start the race in the tires you had for Q two, so that kind of throws that out the window. So now everybody, everybody kind of gets a free tire choice, if I'm not mistaken, for the race tomorrow. So that's a bit mad. Um, so that takes a little bit of some strategy. It's gonna, you're still going to have strategy, but it takes the strategy away of finishing in the top ten versus the guys that are outside the top ten and going to different you know, pit strategy with their tires to get in the points. So it just, it changes so many dynamics of the sport that I'm just not a fan for. Yeah. It, it makes it almost like a different sport, right? It's not F1 racing as we know it. It's, um, it's, it makes qualifying like, like batting practice or just a continuation of practice. I mean, take the practice times then and eliminate qualifying and take the practice times and, yeah. I mean, you got the. <sighs> you put the cars in Park Ferme after qualifying, right? Or Friday. And then you let them practice this morning. And then you have a race in the afternoon, which is what today was. It was a race, sprint race, whatever the heck you want to call it, but they were racing. Just, you know. 17 laps, which was like, you know, a peep show, to be honest. It was like the biggest tease ever. 
because you're really starting to get into when the guys are going and then it's oh yeah by the way it's over so yeah hello um but then you put the cars in park ferme i think you let them practice what's the heck what's the point of practice at this point you can't change the car you can only change a little bit of the front wing and that's in tire pressures basically you can only go up on tire pressure you can't even go down by park ferme rules so you can't change anything so what's the point of sending these guys out for practice? That's a waste of time. Just throwing extra miles miles in the car, which with the rules of F1, you have so many engines you can use for the entire season. I don't like it. Don't like it. Don't like it whatsoever. It changes so many dynamics of the sport that the other, what are we on, a 23 race schedule this year? So... 20 races are normal and you got three wild cards and you get extra points for today as well for the top three get points. Too many dynamic changes. Not a fan. Not a fan. Yeah. So trash. Yeah. So far, not a fan as well. Uh, One thing we did not mention is Charles Leclerc. Fourth second row for Charles. Fourth and- second row. Very, very nice performance by Charles. No, 100%. That was a – if you want to talk about what, what happened today, you know, Carlos got the bamboozle there from Russell. So he's starting – was 11th, I think, or something after the grid penalty with Russell. Um, Leclerc starting fourth is fantastic. Got the two McLarens right behind him. So Carlos is going to have to make some moves here for Ferrari. You got Perez starting 20th after he spun out, coming through Maggots and Beckett's and on the chapel there and lost it. Um, So, yeah. It changes so many dynamics of the weekend. So many dynamics of the weekend. Not a fan. Don't we look forward to the next two times we're going to do this. Yeah, on on that note, you know, I don't know. Maggots and Beckett's and Brooklyn's oh my, right? What are you going to say? I mean, Max just ran away with the show. He had a great start and he's gone. I mean, that's those up front. That was the entire thing. There was a little, there were some battles in the midfield there with, you know, Alonzo, which was holding up the train there. But you got 17 laps and it was like, yeah, it's over. Thanks. Have a good day. Thanks for coming. Hundred and what? Ten thousand people. Thanks for showing up for what was that? 30, 40 minutes. Drive through all that British traffic for thirty to forty minutes. Yeah, it's like it's like watching one quarter of a basketball game, right? Pretty much. It's like watching yeah, the first quarter, like first three innings like, of a baseball game. Yeah, first like three innings of a baseball game. game. Yeah, drive home safely. Come back tomorrow. Come back tomorrow. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll play the rest of the game tomorrow. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. Come this is tomorrow. an ex- extended preview. Extended preview. Massive rain delay. We'll pick it up tomorrow, boys and girls. It's uh, un- unreal. I, I mean, I-, I have to go through the through the logs of sports history to figure out when this is ever done. Has this ever been, ever been done before in, in F1? No. It's the first time they tried. They do this in F2. They do this in F2. Not an F one, never. But F, the first, but time. but but F two engines and, and and designs are 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 far different from Formula. Oh, 1. it's a hundred percent different series. It's more about the driver's skill, because most of the cars are pretty much equal. They all they all use the the Lara chassis in F two, 
So there's not like, you know, each team gets to do their own AR dynamics, everything. It's basically the same damn car for everybody. It's all about the, how to skill the driver. And that's how these guys end up going to F, F1 from F2 because they show they got the skills. Yeah, I mean, you know, you don't do this. You don't do rubbish. You do on a lower, lower division in the Premier League. Right, this is the pinnacle of motorsports is what F1 is. It's the pinnacle. And you're just bringing in rubbish. I don't know what, I don't know. It seems like to me, it was like, just, you know, let's let's try this for a cash grab. We'll have more people show up three days instead of two. Cause not that many people go to practice on Friday. Let's, let's, let's be honest. So let's get 110,000 people here for two days instead of one. Let them sit through five hours of British traffic to get home. To come out for 40 damn minutes. That's like driving to the garden in New York City from like North Jersey, sitting in that traffic going to Yankee Stadium. You remember this? I took you to a Yankee game one time, Greeny. And what did we hear on the radio? We turned on the traffic report. Guess what? The Major Deegan is absolutely slammed. So good luck if you're going to the Yankee game. It's what the dude says on the radio. That's just like listening to the dude on British, like the British radio on the BBC One saying, guess what, folks? The M1 is absolutely slammed. It's going to take you five hours to get back home for 40 minutes of F1 action. Thanks for coming. Yeah, and, and, your, and your next best bet is uh, cramming into the subway during, you know, the end of COVID here and slamming in there and, and getting your way up. So um, choice is not that great for basically a third or, you know, of, of a race. I would have said very, a quarter. Very unsettling indeed. Um, Lewis Hamilton could have been the hero, at least going into the race tomorrow. Now he's starting second. Uh, and one more thing from Cheese before we go to break. Did you see what they did after? Did you watch the after, Michael? I did not. I did not. Oh, my goodness, son. They loaded the top three in what the British would call a lorry trailer. A lorry in England is a tractor trailer for those in the, in the United States. So they load them in the back of the tractor trailer here, in the trailer, with all cut out. For each spot with like a one, a two, and a three, like the podium. And they drove him around the track for the interview. Are you kidding me? Like, you kidding me? To go around and wave. Like, come on now. Come on. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if this is accumulation of Formula One losing a lot of money last year, but this is very, very strange. But on that note, on that note, We'll be back in about 30 seconds. Greedy and the cheese in the paddock. Back into this. (laughs) 
What's up, everyone? Greeny from In the Paddock here. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Please let me explain. It's free. Okay, free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you for free, so it can be heard on Apple uh, Podcasts, Spotify, and many, many more. You can make money as well. Money with your podcast. No minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yes, welcome back F1 Lunatics in the paddock. F1, Greeny and the Cheese, Saturday night special. British Grand Prix style. And I. Still. Lord of Greentopia. Kiss the ring. It's everybody's favorite segment of the week. It's Greedy Bucks. Will I still reign supreme this week for my picks? Or will Greeny catch up a little bit? We'll see. Yeah, I might have to catch up a lot. Um, sprint Saturday night. Um, I don't even know what to make of any of this, but, um, I might not know what to make of it, but I can make some bets on it. That's for darn sure. So we're going to make some bets and we're going to see, um, see what we come up with. So I'm going to kick it to myself this week because I don't think I usually start. I I don't think I start. So I'm going to go, I'm going to start with a trifecta. How about that? How about that? Losers first. Oh, oh, ouch, ouch. <laughs> Threw that in. Almost snuck it by you there, sir. Almost stuck it by me. Um, and I'm taking the lowest wage and safest trifecta. I'm taking the Verstappen Hamilton Botas trifecta. Put it on the boards. Verstappen Hamilton Botas. And I didn't give you an update on where we are in the Greeny Bucks standings. Um, For those of you who have not been paying attention week to week, um, you are in first, my friend, with 1,160. And I am in second with uh, 685 Greeny Bucks. So um, Verstappen, Hamilton, Botas, put it on the board. That's my trifecta. And give me 25 Greeny Bucks. 25. (laughs) <laughs> that's the lowest you could go <laughs> I'm going to put the lowest I can put on this it's 25 oh my god <laughs> you're bloody ridiculous you are bloody ridiculous I'm going to do we're doing trifectas here um, got the 20 greedy bucks the usual bet from the cheese And I got no excitement for you this week, folks. I got the exact same trifecta. Max, Lewis, Valtteri Botas for me as well. 20 greenie bucks. Put it in the Marvel notebook, greenie. Mark it down. Yes, in the notebook. That it's not going to be a big payout, but um, it's pretty hard to not go with that. From what I saw of the preview today, that's what's going down tomorrow. Yeah, it See, makes that it also takes away the, the gambling excitement. 
It takes away the excitement. It takes it away takes the final bet. Because if we had Hamilton on pole, it definitely would have made a big difference in the bet um, for the, for tomorrow's race. So, yeah, um, another reason to not like our sprint Saturday nights. Hopefully we don't have too many sprint Saturday nights this season. Um, this trash. Messing up yeah. Greeny Buck Week. Yeah, Come on now. Anyway, anyway, continue. Um, uh, it, it was even more disappointing for my for my for my highest riser of the week. But uh, go ahead, give me your winner this week, and I'm assuming we have the same winner. I thought you. I thought losers were going first. All right, fine. I got Max Verstappen to win. Um, How many green bucks? Give me a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> At least I'll make at least I'll make something back. At least I'll make something back because it's going to pay not even like you know one and a half to one. So I'm taking not, Max. Not going to pay much as well. No, it ain't going to pay one much. I'm taking Max as well. Give me the twenty. We're sticking with strategy. We're sticking to it. You're gonna make like five bucks. Is what it is. Still making money. All right, so we got our trifecta in the book. We have our winner in the book. Uh, once again, Max Verstappen, who is now just beginning to dominate the sport now. Just even this season, it was questionable, even a few months ago, and now it's just unquestioned. This guy's running away with it. But now let's look at the back of the pack, and we might have the same exact riser. I'm thinking we, I think we probably do. I think we probably do. And I mean, obviously mine after the regular qualifying was, was Kimi Raikkonen, which I think we tied for the highest riser with Fernando Alonso, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. to the I think sprint so. Raised. Um, but that but, don't count. But I'm taking Checo Sergio Perez as the highest riser. And I'm going to bet 30 greenie bucks on that. So for Stappen, Hamilton, Botas, Verstappen for the win and Sergio as my biggest riser of the week. Those are my three. Cheers. Finish it off. I myself, for my biggest riser, am also going with Sergio Perez, Checo, 20 greenie bucks, put in the Marvel notebook. This is a very not exciting. Greedy Buck segment, but that's because they stole our thunder for screwing us with this sprint madness. So it's definitely messed up our gambling segment as well. Cause, yeah. Because after seeing what you saw, I mean, what else are you really going with? To be dead honest. I mean, you kind of saw where they're going to run tomorrow. You saw your preview. That was like a snapshot preview for tomorrow. I mean, you really can't go any other direction. I I mean, I'm, yeah. <laughs> chitty chitty bang bang. I mean, what else are you gonna say? That was actually some of the most. That was the most exciting part. That was the most exciting part. Looking looking up what's going on in these these two these two areas. The British I mean, hillsides is the most exciting part. The beautiful July day was probably the most exciting part. And the fact that we are in the UK once again, as we are every single season in F1 history. Since 1950, my friend. 
that's probably the most exciting part of the day. I mean, we're going to have race day. And if things line up the way it looks like they're going to line up, it's going to be a fairly vanilla race weekend, which should have been something that could have been very exciting, especially again with Lewis on pole. How exciting would that have been, Lewis on pole? Even if we had that first lap like we had in the race, and I don't think we're going to get that first lap again like we had with with that start that Max had to get in front of Lewis. That was exciting stuff, man. That was really exciting stuff. And I don't think we're going to we're going to get that. I think Max is going to run away with it again and maybe Lewis will shock, I don't know. Might not be too much of a shock, but Max was running and in, in you know Q Q1 half a second quicker than than the Mercedes. So I I don't know. I don't know. It it seems like it's lining up. You never know. That's why we race. That's why we don't just, you know, write things down on paper and watch qualifying and watch sprint and racing and, and predict the the outcomes. But this is a, well, you didn't think, you know, Sergio spinning out like that, almost clanking the wall coming out of, you know, chapel there in some dirty air. You didn't see that one coming. Yeah. So what is it just like, you know, the worst negatives that could happen. And then we just go with that and, what positive came out of that sprint race? Max is on pole for Red Bull. Well, I mean, if you want to go through it, you got Max on pole for, you know, Red Bull. So, but then there are other drivers starting dead last. Uh, you know, Sainz starting lower than he possibly could have. You got Russell now outside the 10. So there's a negative. Sainz, there's your, there's your negative. Uh, Leclerc fourth. I think he qualified fourth for the race anyway with Checo's lap there in Q3 being thrown out. I mean, uh, maybe Alpha with Kimmy. So it's Kimmy's what, starting 13th? Yeah, Kimmy's starting 13th from 17th. I mean, that's a, that's enough for Alpha for that. Uh, but so he what races, was the, what he races was the up there from the back to the front anyway. So that's that's kind of what Kimmy does every week. So I mean, there's not really. It gave you a preview for tomorrow. That's what that's what I thought it looked looked like. That's what it did. Because I mean, if this is how the cards kind of shook out from the start and everything, I mean, kind of the way it's going to shake out tomorrow. It was like a mini preview. Yeah, well, that was a mini preview, and we had a mini preview as well. And I think we're going to kick it back and. Watch the race tomorrow morning here in the U.S. and see how it goes. And uh, we're we're expecting a vanilla day, but we're hoping for an exciting race. Uh, absolutely at Silverstone once again. It's every year since 1987, and the beautiful countryside, man. Say what you got to say. We will talk to you all tomorrow. After the race, be watching. Hopefully, hopefully some excitement. Be watching the race and be listening to Greeting the Cheese in the Paddock F1 after the race. See you all tomorrow. Peace. Peace.